Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, December 8th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the do-nothing Congress. Number two, Senate Dems, new push on conditions for Israel funding. And number three, how Democrats and Republicans are trying to woo Hispanic voters. All right, let's get into it. Happy Friday. We are leading this morning's Punchbowl News AM edition with a look at the Do-Nothing Congress. So, of course, there was the Do-Nothing Congress of the 1940s. Then there's this year's Do-Nothing is Congress, the Less Than Nothing Congress, the Zero Congress. All right, we are still workshopping. But you get the idea. There is one week left until the House and Senate are scheduled for recess. And the list of legislative items left undone, half done, or in limbo is unusually long and actually incredibly consequential. In other words, Congress is getting very good at being very bad. Yet Speaker Mike Johnson looks ready to let members go home at the end of next week. The Senate may not move on any other major legislation once it clears the defense authorization bill, which could be as soon as Wednesday. Lawmakers could potentially have only a few days left in session before they leave town until mid-January, when, of course, there are two major funding bills that need to get passed, among many other things. There are huge issues at stake. Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, border security, government funding, FISA, FAA. It's just that party leaders in the White House can't seem to agree on anything, so little is getting done. Overall, the only thing the 118th Congress has achieved is avoiding a debt default or government shutdown. But that's kind of like paying your rent or taxes. You don't get credit for doing what you should be doing anyway. So what has Congress accomplished this month? Not much. The House expelled a corrupt GOP lawmaker and censured a Democrat who improperly pulled a fire alarm. House GOP leaders may authorize an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, even though they haven't shown he did anything definitively improper. And everyone knows he won't be removed from office anyway. The Senate resolved, for the most part, a blockade of military promotions that almost everyone believes shouldn't have happened in the first place. So let's talk about what is left unfinished. And spoiler alert, it is pretty alarming. First up on that list, border talks, immigration, and foreign aid. The Senate's bipartisan border security negotiations are back on for the moment. But if you consider the history of immigration and Congress, it's unlikely there will be a deal. Senators from both parties keep telling us that failure isn't an option and that aid for Ukraine and Israel is too important to let slide for another month or two. At the same time, senators are telegraphing just how difficult it will be to find enough votes in both chambers from lawmakers who want to help Ukraine but are willing to accept restrictive border policies. If there's no agreement by the time the NDA wraps up next week, it's hard to see the Senate staying in town. This would be a disaster for Ukraine funding, which already is in trouble in the GOP-run House. There are fundamental disagreements between the two parties over how to address the migrant crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. Republicans want to implement policies that dramatically reduce border crossings, basically a return to the Trump era. While Democrats want to give DHS more resources to process migrant asylum claims at the border rather than paroling them inside the country. It's pretty remarkable to think that Israel, 
which both parties hold up as America's staunchest ally in the Middle East, could get no additional U.S. help this year, even as its forces are locked in a bloody battle against Hamas militants in Gaza. Number two unresolved issue at the FAA. The FAA's authority lapses on December 31st. As of now, there's no plan for extending it while the Senate haggles over a longer-term reauthorization bill. Aside from the NDAA, there aren't any other must-pass bills that a temporary FAA extension could ride on. The Senate could try to pass a short-term extension by unanimous consent, but all it takes is one senator to derail this, and the House would have just a few days to get it cleared. The NDAA, as we've been talking about, call us overly skeptical, but we have a sneaking suspicion that the annual Pentagon policy bill is on shaky ground in the House. One senior GOP aide said it's quote-unquote, not in a great spot. Johnson is under fire from conservatives for including a four-month extension of FISA authority. The Senate is going to pass the NDAA next week, giving House Republican leadership a chance to get it done. The NDAA is going to be considered under suspension, meaning it will need a two-thirds majority for House passage. And last but not least, military promotions. While Senator Tommy Tuberville Folded this week on his blanket blockade of military promotions, he's still holding around a dozen military officers from being promoted to the rank of four-star general. Plus, Senator Eric Schmidt is now holding a few others up. Without unanimous consent, it would take a few days to approve all of them. Top Democrats say they're willing to stay in session because these promotions would need to be sent back to the Armed Services Committee if they're not approved by year's end. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Senate Democrats unveiling a new push on conditions for Israel. More than a dozen Senate Democrats are pushing to condition U.S. military aid for Israel on its adherence to international laws for armed conflicts and delivery of humanitarian aid to Palestinian civilians in the war-torn Gaza Strip. Progressive senators, led by Senator Chris Van Hollen, introduced an amendment to the Israel-Ukraine-Taiwan Supplemental Funding Bill that imposes these conditions. The proposal requires a report to Congress on each country's use of U.S.-supplied weapons. The effort is a reflection of some Democrats' criticism of Israel's military operations in Gaza, which began in response to the October 7th attack by Hamas terrorists, Several top Democrats have suggested Israel isn't doing enough to limit civilian casualties, pointing to the thousands of Palestinian deaths. They've argued that Israel's efforts to destroy Hamas have therefore been made less effective. The amendment applies to all countries receiving U.S. aid as part of President Joe Biden's new foreign aid funding request, so it doesn't mention Israel by name. But the senators who sponsored it are among those progressives who've urged Biden to do more to ensure that Israel's military is minimizing civilian casualties and allowing humanitarian assistance to enter Gaza. Five of the Senate sponsors name Israel in their statements supporting the amendment. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. House Democrats and Republicans trade border for economic issues as they're trying to reach Hispanic voters. While negotiations over immigration, border security, and the migrant crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border continue to dominate Capitol Hill, you won't see either party making those top issues when they're trying to reach Hispanic voters. House Republicans and Democrats alike told us they are instead focusing on kitchen table topics like the economy, 
health care, and education to win Hispanic votes in 2024. Some lawmakers say tagging immigration as the top issue for Hispanic voters is not only out of touch, but outdated. Both parties are trying to change the narrative. It's no secret that Republicans have made the situation at the U.S.-Mexico border a central issue during this Congress, even blocking legislation this week that didn't include more resources for border security. The border also remains a significant political liability for the Biden administration with record high levels of illegal crossings every day. But the party's strategies are in line with what polling shows. Immigration and border issues are relatively low on the list of priorities for Hispanic voters. A November Unidos U.S. poll of 3,037 Latino voters found the cost of living, the economy, and health care were the top three issues. Immigration and border was the sixth highest rated issue that voters cared about. We go a lot deeper in this morning's edition on the Republican and Democratic strategy when it comes to how they're approaching. Hispanic voters encourage you to take a look at punchbowl.news. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it with your friends. Put it out there on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. And you can go deeper on everything I talked about this morning and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody. 